I do discriminate. I do have bias. I do, but it's not because I'm a bad person. It's just because I've paid the price before. I just pick up on shit. If you've got clammy hands and you smell like booze, I'm getting a different dentist. Welcome to Something Crunchy, the Valley's number one comedy entertainment podcast. Biscuit is homies with Blake. Blake is the older brother of Blair. And Blair is married to Biscuit. Here are your hosts, Colin Blake with Blair and Tyler Dressel. All right. Welcome to Something Crunchy. I'm Colin Blake. With me as always, Blair and Tyler Dressel. Thank you for joining us by way of 97.3 The Rattler, wherever you get your podcast. We have another crunchy guest joining us tonight. He's an actor, writer, podcaster, and stand-up comedian who you've seen in movies like Joker, Warrior, and The Hangover. Shows like The Goldbergs, Schooled, and How I Met Your Mother. He's the host of The Brian Callen Show, and he'll be back in the Valley at Desert Ridge Improv on Friday, January 19th through the 21st. Please welcome Brian Callen. There was no clapping, guys. <laughs> there was zero clapping. This is outrageous. <laughs> What's up, guys? Thank you for joining us, Brian. Excited to have you on, man. How's the new year treating you so far? Uh, twenty twenty four so far is you know there's no delineation. I just uh, realized that life is a series of sensations and uh, and different shadows and light, and then you die. It sounds so Buddhist on <laughs> me. Sorry, sorry, guys. I've been reading a lot about I've been reading a lot about Buddhism. I'm deep. Yes, We're here for that. Deep in the Buddhism. I like it. Did you watch any of the playoff games this weekend? You know, I did not. I can't believe the Cowboys lost. I thought somehow after Dak, uh, Dak uh, Prescott's performance in his last game, he was going to pull it out. And I guess, uh, you know, I don't know what happened. A home game and Dallas loses. That kills me. So, I don't want to talk about uh, it, lot- Brian. We're upset <laughs> about it, Brian. We're f- are, are you guys Dallas fans? We're from Born Dallas. And Blair and I ah. are. Tyler here is from Phoenix. And yeah, it was disgusting. Yeah. We can't beat the Packers. We can't beat the 49ers. Um, yeah, it's ridiculous, man. And now, now apparently, they're the um, Jerry Jones is playing with the idea of, of bringing Belichick in. I don't know. Harbaugh, Belichick. They need a disciplinarian. Like I don't know. I don't know what to do. They can't come back with the same team and McCarthy and Dak and just do the same thing. I think what happens is, I swear to God, the, the players know the legacy of their teams, and I think it gets in their subconscious. I think they go. Man, I'm gonna choke. I, I'm. What if I choke? And then they start thinking that way, and then they just they just shit the bed. I mean, that would That's make sense happens. with our playoff performances year after year. Yeah. it's so yeah. disappointing, it's, Blair. It sure is. <laughs> We're all disappointed, Blair. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you noticed. You'll be back yeah. in the Valley this weekend at Desert Ridge Improv Friday, January 19th through Sunday the 21st. Tickets are available at BrianCallen.com. What do you like to do when you're in the Phoenix area? Uh, you know, I'm going to go hang out with uh, Sugar Sean O'Malley. I think I might do his podcast from what I hear. And if, if I'm lucky enough, they'll bless me with allowing me to roll around on a mat. You know, I don't know if you know who Sugar Sean O'Malley is, but oh, he's yeah. the 135-pound UFC champion and his coach, Tim Welsh. And they let me kind of uh, do some, quote-unquote, flow grappling with them uh, and and uh, it's been a long time since I wrestled, so I crawled off the mat and almost threw up, but it's always fun. <laughs> I like I like working out with pros and acting like I can actually do something. It's a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, and then I'm going to try to hit balls. I'm that my friend coaches or trains a bunch of big time major league baseball pitchers, and uh, apparently I'm going to try to hit when they pitch the ball really fast, which should be <laughs> adorable. It should be adorable. Is it going to be? So on I'm gonna do a, I was going to say this has yeah, to be filmed. 
Yes, yes. You'll just see me looking at the ball, and I'm terrified of a fastball. <laughs> Smells viral. So that's what I'm doing. Yeah. And then mean? the rest will be stand up. Well, you're the yeah. first comedian we've had on since the Cat Williams interview dropped. I want to hear your reaction to <laughs> the massacre at Club Shay Shay. Shots were fired. I think, um, you know, I, I never like when comics go bad on other comics like that because, right. especially when you go bad on a guy like uh, Kevin um, Hart, who I know and who's one of the best people on the planet. Nobody works harder, nobody more humble, and nobody has earned their spot more than Kevin Hart. Nobody. So, you know, he came from nothing in Philly and he worked his ass off. I was there. I saw, you know, I've seen all these guys come up. So I think Cat has a little bit of a personality disorder, but, but he's also amazing at comedy when he pays attention to it. And maybe this was just him. I think he's a little crazy and, you know, and it's fun. I mean, in a, in a way you can't take anything seriously. It's just, he's just out of his mind. He went bad on everybody. Yeah. And stand up though is funny because it's a strange little fraternity. It's a rare, weird, peculiar talent. You know, it's basically a, there are very few people that can get up on stage in front of anyone anywhere at any time and make them laugh for an hour. That's not easy. And 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 it never does get easy. And every time you shoot a special, you you got to throw all that material away and start all over again. So anytime I see somebody who isn't on that list, who's been through that and continues to, I got nothing bad to say about them, really. I, I, you'll never hear me say anything bad about comics. So Kevin Hart uh, isn't an industry plant, is what you're saying? He's the best. That guy's the best in every way. Hilarious, a silly goose, and nobody more generous. So, you know, come on. Come on, Cat. Cat, <laughs> you being a silly goose. You know? <laughs> Do you have any feelings against comics that don't write their own material? I don't know many. I, I really actually don't know any comics that don't, don't write their own material. I really don't. I mean, I you know. I mean, that's an old school thing. That's like a Bob Hope thing. Right. You know, where he had writers. I mean, you know, I think people went bad on Joe Coy, which is so annoying. Like all the press is talking like Vanity Fair and Variety going bad on Joe Coy. They can all kiss my ass, by the way, because they couldn't hold his jock comedically. They've never done. They've never been on stage for one minute of their life. This is like this is like people have never fought making fun of a great fighter. It's like, shut up. Joe Coy sells out arenas for a reason. Another guy who earned his spot. Hilarious all the time. He took this thankless job because he was up for the challenge. They write a lot of those jokes for him. Yeah. He's in front of all the Hollywood who's who who could give a shit. Yeah. I mean, you can't win. You can't win that shit. You can't win. If you're funny, if you're funny at the Golden Globes, my, my, the chances are you're not that funny. I, <laughs> I, you know, I don't know. Yeah, that's a totally different situation because he was just thrown into it 10 days prior with you know no jokes ready. Is that all he had yeah. for 10 days? Yeah. Yeah, 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 and right. nobody wanted the gig. Nobody wanted the gig. Everybody turned it down. Everybody but, you know, he's, got, he's got balls. He's got balls. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's totally so different. He did it. You got to take swings. Yeah, he did it. You got to take swings. Yeah, you got to take swings. I heard you yeah. take this kid to class the other day on how he and another person couldn't take down a full-grown chimp in a fight. I'd like to say yeah, well that yeah, that was that was that was Bo Nickel, who's a great fighter and is probably gonna be a future champion. And and you don't get you don't you, you don't get better wrestling than Bo Nickel. So when you're that good at beating other human beings, you make the mistake. You make the mistake of thinking that you could keep a chimp 
busy. A full-grown male chimp busy. All right? Never Ain't smoked happened. a cigarette in its life. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you what. I'm gonna, I'll am gonna. i put that chimp in a straitjacket and a muzzle, and then maybe you'll have a chance for a while until it breaks through the straitjacket and starts pulling pieces off. All right? No, you're not, you're not beating a bear, and you're not beating a chimp. Well, we got to yeah, chew on happy. this for a minute. I mean, so... How many people would you need to feel confident in a fight against a full-grown chimp? All the people, dude. <laughs> All, All the, the people. people. I want everybody behind me. Because, yeah, because they bite too hard and they just, they've got, they go from zero to 1,000 immediately. All right. And immediately. They, the chimps solve all things with violence. A zookeeper told me the chimps, if you look at their wrists, their wrists are all marked up because when they get mad, the first thing they do, go for is your is your downstairs area. Oh They'll go for gosh. your three piece. Yeah, so you got to cover that shit up because they're oh. like, you know what? You're pissing me off, so I don't think I want you to have kids. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go I'm yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna start with your balls because that's my appetizer. You don't need and then, these. <laughs> you don't need these. And then I'm gonna go to the face just so nobody ever looks at you. And then how about this? I'm gonna bite your fingers off, and you can walk around like Stumpy, Stumpy No Face, right? Stumpy No Face with Ken with Ken doll genitals. Savage. Okay. Yeah, oh I won't God. stop it. I see your point. Yeah. Let's level the hypothetical playing field here. This is I, okay, this is it. a muzzled chimp, okay? So biting completely out of the question. But who yeah. are your first two people that you're calling to recruit for the chimp fight? This is good. Okay, so <laughs> so the first guy I'm bringing is Brian Shaw. He's six. He's six nine. He's four hundred sixty five pounds, <laughs> yeah. and he is the fourth time strongest man in the world. So I got to bring Brian there. Brian's going to keep the chimp busy. Now remember, a chimp's got four arms. You got me, four arms. So I got. <laughs> now I need. Um, now I need another big body. I need another big body um, who can really who can really start landing blows. It might. It's probably going to be. You know. I, I probably would bring in Anthony Joshua, but Anthony Joshua is a great fighter, but he's not he's not ferocious enough. He's not chimp ready. I think no. I, he's not chimp ready, dude. He's not chimp ready. I'm bringing Francis Ngannou in, and Francis yeah. Ngannou is going to be throwing uppercuts, overhand rights, and working the old body. No and fear. by the way, yeah, and then that's when I sneak up behind El Chimpo with my stiletto, with my stiletto, and I just... I just think it between I go right where the collarbone and the trap that 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 little area right there that triangle of possibility it's a pressure I think point. that yeah. yeah it's a pressure point I sink that deep and then he he just he just kind of like he ends up drowning in his own blood so <laughs> So well, chimps yeah. obviously don't know any jujitsu. Do you think that's like a language you could use to beat them, or are they just too damn strong? Uh, well, what are you going to do? Arm bar it? Choke it? You're going to choke it in its non-existent neck? Huh? Here's huh? a better question. Yeah. What's a more effective yeah. first move in a chimp fight? Headbutt or leg kick? Okay. that's. I like your question. I'm really liking your question. They're low to the ground. He's coming at you sideways. All right? So you got one chance. You got a soccer kick, that son of a bitch. Yeah. You got a kickball. You got to kickball his fucking head. You got to get your, you got to get the crown of your foot, the top of your foot, and you got to drive it as hard as you can. Not your knee, your foot, <laughs> the end of your foot. Catch him under the chin. All right. Now you might, 
you might, this is a fantasy because it's not true, but you might be able to kind of rock him a little bit with that because when you hit the jaw, <laughs> it tends to go to the brain. So his brain, he gets temporarily concussed, probably going to get him more angry, probably going to get super primordial on you. Oh, yeah. But maybe there's a chance he might be like, where am I for a second? And then you got that tiny second. What do you do after that? You pray. <laughs> you pray. You load your weapon. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You pray. You pull your pants, pull your pants and faint and hope you don't wake up when he takes his revenge. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I wonder if I thought about this too much. Yeah. <laughs> this is like best of the best three here, like the new best of the Ooh. best three. I'm just saying the Coliseum. Yeah, yes. bring back the Coliseum. Yeah. Blair Coliseum. smells a screenplay I here. Yeah. The Coliseum, I see it all. You made it very visual. It's great. I know. One man, one chin. <laughs> He's got a trade. Blair's my Blair secures my hips as I'm doing squats. <laughs> Every time she, in my ear, she's going, this isn't going to help. Jean-Claude Van Damme in Chimp Champ. Ah, in Chimp Champ. Great. At the end, he just walks out. He's got no genitals, no face, and no mm. no digits. No digits. Yeah, you won. Yeah. You won. Small price to pay yeah. for a dub yeah. against You don't need those. Who yeah. needs it? Yep. There goes your piano oh. career, fuckface. <laughs> Sorry, sorry about my language. No, it's good. That's what we're here for. Speaking of fights, did you hear Mayweather and Pacquiao want to fight again this year? It's on great review. Boring. <laughs> Where were you guys in the 90s? Man, the greatest matchup of 2008 right before us here. Who wants I to know. see that again? I know. It's it's um it would be it's just it's done. I don't know. You know it'd be interesting though cuz now you're going to see a technical fight when speed is kind of gone. Now you now you see real technical fights, mm -hmm. and and that would be interesting. Maybe. Everybody's favorite because you know Pacquiao Pacquiao was known for his speed. That's what it is. He was known for his He's speed. He's still fast. I bet. Do you remember that movie yeah. that came out like ten years ago? It had Sly Stallone and Robert De Niro. It was called Grudge Match. Oh yeah. And oh God. That's why you're visualizing that. <laughs> yeah. That's just. Yeah, it's just there's a lot of similarities. Old Hams three. <laughs> yeah, didn't see it. Didn't see it. Didn't Missed see it. it. I read the book though. I read the book. <laughs> the book's over. Yeah, I, I'm waiting for the book to come out so I can not read it. <laughs> <laughs> well, we share a love of conspiracies. I want to get into some conspiracies. Let's just start Good. by taking your stance on a few of these and see where it takes us. Have we really been to the moon? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think we. I don't think a thousand people can keep a secret in the U.S. government. I don't think that's possible. I know we found all their bodies and all of them died mysteriously. But yeah, we went to the moon. I think we've been to the moon. We're supposed to go back this year for the first time since the '70s, the Artemis II yep. mission. Yep. And let's see if there's a flag up there. It's just hard to believe that we haven't even tried to go there in like 50 years. Yeah, like you you go once and you've well, seen it. We didn't go. I think we we actually went to the moon more than that. If you look it up, we actually I think we did we did it seven times. I believe is that true? Between that the up, like somebody. 60s and 70s. 
Yeah, but then, like, how many times can you go to the moon before you're like, oh, look, more more dust, yeah, more moon dust. I feel like this would be, like, a luxury resort style, like, okay, the top ten people, like, this year, you get a lottery to get into it, and you get shuttled to the moon, like, five-star service, Michelin chefs, the, like, The lunar the four seasons? Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> I know, but then, but the problem is that we have... Antigua and right here on Earth. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's just better places on Earth. Earth is better than the moon. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's, I never understood people that are obsessed with, like, Elon Musk. I have this joke, but it's true. Like, rich people get so bored of everything, they even get bored of their own planet. And Elon <laughs> Musk comes out and looks at his spaceship every day, and he's like, how much longer? You know what I mean? It's like, that's all he wants. I mean, it's hard to believe we haven't been there in 50 years, but I get it. Once you've seen it, you see it's like Tucson. You've been there. Okay, this is good. I'm not coming back here. No need to go back. No need to go back. Yeah. Yeah, seen it. Yeah, did it. Yeah. Have aliens so. ever visited Earth, or are aliens currently among us? I don't see, again, like, um, if I could just get, if I could, I'm begging, I'm begging for just a shred of evidence. If I could just get a, how about a shadow of evidence? How about that? How about all these whistleblowers who come out and talk about all the shit they've seen? And then how come it never goes anywhere? Huh? What happened to these whistleblowers? Like, where are, where's the evidence that you saw all the stuff, huh? Did you? Where? It's <laughs> a great question. Uh, where? Where yeah. is it? No, you're lying. Yeah. You're lying to Congress, which is not a crime. You're allowed to get up there and bullshit so you can sell a book. But uh, no, nah, you didn't. You heard somebody say something. But no, it, every time you follow the paper trail, it never it just never happens. Also, here's the thing about aliens and uh, whether they exist or not. I have kids and bills to pay. Don't yeah. have time to contemplate it. <laughs> just, just don't have time. My my kids need Invisalign, etc. All right. I got alimony. I got alimony. With all this right now. When we get some evidence, yeah, 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 yeah. we'll prioritize. Yeah, this. even if even if aliens existed, I swear to God, I'd be like, I, I know, but where? I, how far away? I can't. I got. I literally have to pick my son up. I got. You know, I'm too busy. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Video, video it for me. Like record it on your phone, send it to me, and I'll send me the link. I'm pumped to see it later. They said that frequency. They're messing with it. Maybe. 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 Yeah, I think it's likely. I think it's likely that either there there are aliens, or we are living in a simulation. There's a really interesting idea that AI, like the 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 very very scary very scary podcast that Rogan had. uh, uh, I think it's Ezra Raskin and uh, Tristan Harris on. Ezra Raskin invented the infinite scrolling on your phone. And Tristan Harris w- w- worked for Facebook. She, he's he's responsible for, uh, I guess, all that. Uh, these guys are responsible for, you know, the engineers and studied persuasion technology. So the fact that you can't get off TikTok and this kind of technology, these guys are where it's the heart of it. And they were getting calls from these labs that we're talking about how AI is starting to make AI. And if you think your iPhone 15 is hard to put down, wait till AI 1000 comes along. Oh, you won't be around. That's right. Because we won't need you. <laughs> oh right? my gosh. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
they're that worried about it. They, the oh, people shit. in the labs are calling them saying, we're making things we have no control over and we don't even know where this is going. You got to start talking to people in power because this is not right. Because we're trying to out-compete each other. Facebook has its own AI brain, $10 billion. Then you've got you've got Google doing the same thing. You've got Larry Page, the founder of Google, saying that, that if you are really worried about saving humankind, you're a speciesist. You're a speciesist. <laughs> in other words, don't... Don't be so into humans. Oh, okay, Larry. Robot rights. Come on. (laughs) Right. Yeah, you scumbag. So, but, oh, but here's, here's the really interesting theory. The idea is we might be living in a simulation or the idea is we've already been through this and you and I and all of us are already sentient robots. We, we are already uh, the singularity has already arrived and we're in a loop. And so uh, we we replicate as as machines, but we don't even know it. We don't know. When did you start and when did you when do you end? You don't know. Where are you? And that's the other Buddhist question. Where are you listening to me from? Try to locate the seat of your attention. It's weird. It's really weird. You, are weird. you your emotions, your mind, and your 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 physical body? Or are you able to observe all of that? Are you able to step outside of that and watch it? And if that's the case, then where are you actually? Fucking weird, dude. Yeah. That is weird. Yeah. Then you get into like deja vu and all of that and just kind of right. Has it happened glitches before? on your or motherboard? Did I manifest yeah. that this is going to happen later. I have theories about all of this, but we won't get into that no, right that's now. Like a whole you do? Episode. That's a whole okay. other yeah, episode. That's an episode of yeah. this. I know. Sorry, guys. Sorry to get so deep and technical. <laughs> no. This is our next episode together. Yeah. We, we'll go deep. I'm round two together. for four hours. We'll go. We'll <laughs> eat, some, <laughs> eat some mushrooms and go down the rabbit hole. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I've done that. Yeah. <laughs> done that. Yeah, I did. I did seven grams of mushrooms. Uh, the sun sucked me into seven. his mouth. So, yep. Uh, I started at three. I did three. Amazing. I was in Mother Earth vagina. Had so much fun. <laughs> I met a genie. I read. He, I let, he let me ride his carpet. He told me I was actually really a natural. I didn't fall once. And then uh, <laughs> it was incredible. And then his carpet turned into this girl's hair. And I was surfing. I was in, her surfing her hair. I didn't fall to any. It was incredible. And then I did four more grams. Yep, yep, this is all true. I did four more grams, and the sun sucked me into his mouth and then spit me out because he didn't like the way I tasted. <laughs> and I ended up, yep, yep, I ended up in a waiting room, and that waiting room was Hell's waiting room. I knew I was there. Oh, no. And, uh, I, yep, I tripped a portal, and I spent six hours trying to find a manager because I didn't belong there. I kept saying, I'm a really good person. I think I just ate the wrong mushrooms. Now I'm in hell. If I could just talk to somebody. It was great. It was a good I'm not supposed time. to be here. <laughs> ask two grams me, too many. Ask me what I learned. Ask me what I learned. Yeah. What did you learn? To not take that many mushrooms <laughs> ever fucking again. Three. Three yeah. is perfect. You had it. What is Three's wrong good. with Mother Nature's vagina? That's yeah. such a good place to be. You're in complete bliss. The best. <laughs> the best. Did you think you were going to get best. to her asshole if you ate four more? <laughs> I did. I, I kind of did. You know, it's like it's like when you get that coffee high, you get that coffee rush, and you're like, maybe I'll try another <laughs> double espresso. And Some then is go, good. A ton must be great. <laughs> yeah, and then you're just you're just shaking. You're like grinding your teeth. He's like, uh, uh, give yeah. me off the ride. So <laughs> exactly. All right, last one of these. Does the Illuminati make deals for stardom, have humiliation rituals, and use industry plants? Sure, Cowboys. does not. <laughs> does no, not. it does. Now, like I hate to say it, but the the when you people who make it in Hollywood and who stay at the top are that good. They're just that good. They're just that disciplined. They have a combination of insane discipline, 
and just ridiculous talent. Like when you see like Emma Stone, you can't do what she does. She's so like Timothy Chalamet. People, we were making fun of him because he's kind of a skinny kid. I saw I saw a clip of him on Broadway doing something. He's he's astounding. Yeah. He's fucking astounding. You got to remember, like when when Ariana Grande got up to sing for the first time, she the dogs howled, the clouds <laughs> cracked. Okay, that's why she's Ariana Grande. Yeah, that's because you can't do it not, like her. Yeah, not because the Illuminati was like, let's make this person a star. Sorry, they're just better than all of us. And nobody wants to say that, but it's fucking true, man. It's it really is. They're that good. They're that good. It's true. You know, now, now, frankly, I think I should be, you know, I, I'm as good at stand up as anybody, but that's how I feel. And, you know, things sometimes, you know, Netflix doesn't want to give you a special forever and that's okay. But the point is that sometimes these things happen. It is true that there is a lot of talent out there that maybe isn't seen and, and so doesn't get the opportunities all the time. Acting's not linear, but anyone who has made it, anyone who's at the top is that good. They just are. Even Keanu Reeves, Keanu Reeves is not the greatest actor maybe, but you see Keanu Reeves in person, 6'2", maybe 6'3", handsome as shit, you know, also like <laughs> super, like just, just, just like, you know, and also like, um, he, he knows, my friend worked with him, he knows so much, like he's, he's got a command of Shakespeare, he's read more than anybody, like you, when you get to know these people, you're like, oh, Oh, you're amazing. Oh, that's oh, you're amazing. Oh, okay. You're you're incredible. <laughs> Tom, I talked to Tom Cruise for an hour and a half at a, at a party, and it was he. It was like I was the only one who existed. I'm a straight man. If he had told me you want to come over here and make out with me, I would have been like, ah, I, I, yes, you know, I would have done it. <laughs> I love that. Actually. All right. Yeah. So just you know, maybe because he'd be my friend. That's how charismatic he was. Wow. And I'm and I'm and I'm only and I'm only one percent kidding when I say that. <laughs> Like, no, this is serious. I hear he'll remember yeah. everything you ever said to him, too. So if you run into him in 15 years, he'll remember that conversation that you had with him for an hour and a half. Is that true? Correct. Correct. Oh, let me tell you something cool. about the Illuminati. Let me, let, me tell you, let me tell you a story. Yeah, he's, he's amazing. Well, I, I, th that's, that's when you know you actually met a celebrity. Like, what, if, you, if they saw you again, they would remember you. That's, that's a good benchmark, right? Yeah. I'm not saying he would with me, but he kind of did because I did a reading with him before that. No, long story. I, I'm bored with it. But... Um, <laughs> <laughs> but there is that there is that yeah brian have you ever heard of magic mind before magic mind is something that i use almost every day and uh the reason i i drink magic mind well first of all i'm really good friends with the owner and the founder are they your sponsor they are okay so let me tell you a story about why magic Mind's amazing so the owner already made his money he made way plenty of money in the tech world. He doesn't need money from Magic Mind. The reason he invented Magic Mind, which took him basically 10 years, was because he had a heart condition. He couldn't drink coffee anymore. And so this dude literally, this is how, how crazy he is. He said, I'm gonna, I wanna invent something that, that I wanna drink, that I could drink. That's a clean, clean, alert energy. That also has like mushrooms and matcha and different things that, that are good for you. And, and that's the difference. That's the difference. So, yes, I drink it every day, and I'm a huge fan of it. It's amazing. 
So that's my that's my that's my commercial for Magic Mind. That is such a good commercial. Thank you for that. And it does have those yeah. quality ingredients to help you find that flow state. It's now in Sprouts Farmers Market, so you can try a bottle there. But if you go to MagicMind.com/crunchy, you can get fifty six percent off your first subscription order or twenty percent off any one time purchase by using code Crunchy twenty. It gets even better. There's a special promotion for January only, where you get an entire month of the subscription service for free when you sign up for three months. Go to MagicMind.com jan crunchy and use code crunchy 20 for an additional 20 percent off that's 75 percent off in total and only available for the month of january discount code crunchy 20 check it out and get focused improve your memory and don't miss out on trying magic mind for less try try this with magic mind give it to somebody just have them drink it and don't say anything and then wait like a half hour and ask them how they feel it's it so never agree. fails. They're just like, they, they're like, I feel, I did, you know, every one of my friends like, does this stuff work? I go, just try it. Just try it and you'll forget. And then I'm going to call you in a half hour. <laughs> and it's amazing. Yeah, it really works. You once said to Big J, you've never been on a set where you didn't want it to be over. Was there a particular set or filming experience that put a stain on the acting side of your career? No, it's not that. I suppose acting itself on, on set is a meticulous uh, manual grind. It's a very slow process. You know, you're shooting it line by line. When you shoot a big film, you're shooting, you're shooting a page a day. Um, you're doing 50 takes from different angles. So, you know, again, it's like I worked with Joaquin Phoenix on Joker. That guy was the Joker for three months. He lost uh, 60 pounds for the role. He ate an apple a day. There's no one more disciplined. He's insane. If you can do that, you know, then you win an Oscar, but I could never do that. Like that, you could put that guy in a prisoner of war camp and he'd be just fine. Nobody, that guy has mastered the art of suffering. You know, if that's what you're into, okay. If you're Christian Bale and you can lose all that weight or become the Daniel Day Lewis and become a um, freaking cobbler because it, the, you know, the role calls for it. Okay, go ahead. But I could, I, I can't do it. I can't do it. What was the worst set that you remember? Like, what was the worst experience? You've been on well, so many shows, so many movies. I, yeah, I did Las Vegas, uh, that TV show. Yeah, and I and I and I had a I had a fight scene with James Con. Yeah, and and James Con was actually actually hitting me. <laughs> I, I think. I think not. he wanted to make it realistic, but he was uh, like he, to the point where the stuntman goes, "Come over here, you all right?" And I'm too, way too macho. I was like, "I'll fight that guy right now." You know, I'm, just an idiot, so I'm, I'm maybe, yeah, yeah. In my opinion, maybe I got a little James Con in me, and, and so it's two actors, and I'm and he's he was jabbing. He had to he had to kind of he would jab taking his fingers and jabbing them into my back and to turn me around and then grabbing me and throwing and throwing me against the fridge and all this stuff. And I finally went, I went, dude, you're, you're jabbing the shit out of my chest. Like whatever this karate shit. Called him out using. a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And he goes, ha, 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 and just left him and then came back and did it about 50 more times. You know, <laughs> I appreciate it, but it, was, it wasn't that fun. And he, he's just a, he's a, he was a salty guy, but he's James Conn. So he's also awesome. So I'm not going to say anything. Wow. I have tough scene. I remember that scene. That's crazy that it was actually doing that. Oh. Jabbed oh, by yeah, Sonny but... Corleone. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But by the way, by the way, very quickly in that, that's a classic example of why acting's a nightmare. That's James Conn, Hall of Famer. Amazing. God rest his soul. But, but he spent almost three hours walking across a parking lot and pointing at the, at the trailer I was in because I was the bad guy, because they had to get this swooping crane shot, and they couldn't get it right. So he spent 
you know, let's call it, it, it probably was three hours, maybe two and a half hours because they had to keep changing the lighting. So he walked across a parking lot briskly 55 times. Damn. And then we did the fight. Yeah. So that's, that's, uh, that's the nature of that shit. He was you taking his aggression it. out yeah. on you. <laughs> Oh God! Was he ever? Was he ever? <laughs> I like, I like, I like James Conn though. I think he's a, he's a good father. He was a very good father. I actually saw him with his younger son. His younger son was a quarterback on my on my my nephew's team, and uh, and I watched him. Uh, I watched him kind of talking to his son. It was pretty cool. He he. I, I respect any man who uh, who I think has got a son named Scott Conn, and yeah. I'm sure Scott Conn probably loves his dad, misses his dad. Any man. Who who is looked at with love by his by his children uh, uh, is okay in my book. For so, sure, yeah. Well yeah. put. I ran into him one time, Scott Kahn, at the uh, uh, Hard Rock in Vegas, and it was he was walking <laughs> toward me, and it was him, James, and uh, Giovanni Rabisi. Wow. And I oh, was yeah. I was so starstruck for a second, but if I didn't get out of the way, James was going to run me straight over. <laughs> I, oh, yeah. I, I oh, had yeah. to move. I yeah. will keep on. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Well, I, I was in an acting class with Giovanni Ribisi. He would show up periodically and do scenes. It was kind of cool. That's so, really cool. Yeah. One of my favorites. Yeah. yeah. I never worked with him. I just was in class when he did scenes. You know, he put them up and I was there and watched him, but I never, I never did a scene with him. Who yeah. brought out the best in you in a scene? Was it a comedic actor? Dramatic actors? No, it's usually it's usually directors, you know, like Todd Phillips in The Hangover. You know, the great directors allow you to do whatever you want. You know, they 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 keep you in the movie, and and they let you know when you're going too far or when you're not making sense to the story. Um, so that's my experience with good good directors. But they they also give you breathing room and they allow you to improvise. They allow you to bring something. Uh, different that that maybe the writer and the director hadn't thought of. That's usually how you get yourself cast. Did right? did you so, improvise in any of the Hangover or any of your other movies? That was all. That was that was almost all improv. Yeah, nice. it was really. That's always yeah. the best. Thing. The it character, was great. The, character the character wasn't. Yeah, the character wasn't Lebanese. The character went first was a guy from New York who talks like this. His name was Eddie. You know, and I I auditioned that way. I did the whole thing, and then and then. On the at the table read, I said to Todd, I go, should he talk like this? Maybe he's from uh, Lebanon or something like this. If he owns a, a <laughs> wedding chapel, he can get you chicks, guns, anything. You know, mm -hmm. I, I buy, buy you. So he started laughing so hard, and that was it. You're really good with the accents. It is good. Is that yeah. from your military upbringing and living in all these Dude, countries growing yeah, up? Yeah, yeah. Or I'm just insanely talented, or I just got an ear. <laughs> Talent. talent buddy that's it just talent ah, shucks. yeah oh shucks. well let's oh, move shucks. on to what we call the fast five where we give you five general questions and you answer as quickly as you can all right Be best intro song to walk out to cashmere cashmere By zeppelin. Ze okay zeppelin version is that the da -na -na, da -na -na, da -na -na. yeah is that the same fight song you use in the bedroom <laughs> Only when I come out in slow motion with my robe, <laughs> as I let it, as I let it fall to the ground, yeah. <laughs> and then I and then I, <laughs> die, and then I mouth, yep, and I mouth, "You're welcome." <laughs> I tend yep. to lean towards the originals when it comes to a lot of these songs, but there was a I want to say it was like a Puff Daddy version of that song. It came out for like a Godzilla movie yeah, in the yeah, middle ninety nine Godzilla. Really? Movie. Yes. If you want to hear a great, you want to hear a great version of Whole Lot of Love. Ike Turner and Tina Turner covered really? a whole lot of love. Woo! 
What's your favorite movie to quote? Uh, probably The Outlaw Josie Wales or True Romance. I love, uh, yeah. Diane ain't much of a living boy, but true <laughs> romance. Do you know who I am, Mr. Wally? I'm the Antichrist. You got me in a vendetta kind of mood. You tell the angels in heaven you never saw evil so singularly personified as you did in the man that killed you. And then it goes on. We're going to do a little Q&A. <laughs> so so, so, I love that. I love you. We're going to do a little Q&A and the risk of sounding redundant. Try to make your answers genuine. <laughs> He was so incredible. Yeah. That, that, that might be the greatest scene in motion picture history. So oh, good. Hard to debate that. So that was well done. All right. You're being All sold right. as an action figure. What two accessories do you come with? Oh, God, I love that question. Obviously, and fucking, of course, a katana. Obviously, <laughs> and of yes. course, a katana. Okay? Obviously. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. good. That's good. And, yeah, that and, then, and then, yeah, and then... Obviously, and of course, a snub-nosed tactical shotgun. Um, with, Whoa, with, yeah, dual. yeah, not a microphone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is a snub-nosed tactical <laughs> shotgun. God, though, God, are you, though, are I you don't know. It with optics. Uh, yeah, I mean, dude, it could. I don't know if I have the street sweeper. It might be. It might just be a bow and arrow. I, I don't know, dude. It's kind of crazy to say this. But uh, or even a crossbow, but it's probably got to be a street sweeper. I also want something that kills at long range. But then again, I sneak up. Up, they call me the el sombre, la sombra, la sombra, uh, which means the shadow in Spanish. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So I don't need to kill you at a distance. I just show up, bro. I just show up. See, so, yeah. Action wow, figure with those accessories. One. You are ready for a chimp fight. Yeah, dude, 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 a katana. If you know how to use a katana, that oh, can't be. Done. I'm not, done. Oh, I'm not hearing a fucking peep. I'm not hearing a peep. <laughs> I drive my I drive my katana right into his mouth in the back of his head. Shay! <laughs> Shay! I think you should just casually do one of your next sets with a katana on stage and just like not even draw attention to it. No. It's not even a big deal. Uh, just, and, walk and just, just walk around with it. Just walk around with it. People let people know that you're there for business. <laughs> you can have the cover on Dude, it, but like kind of open it a little bit every now and then. Like you might unleash it, maybe not. It's like the whole or, time or I just, Or I wear a duster. I wear a duster, and you don't see the katana till it's too late. <laughs> and if I draw, <laughs> if I draw, yeah. If I draw, all you hear is, all you hear is. Yeah, that, just, and then your arm falls you, off. That's how you shut you just, everybody yep, the yep, fuck up. Yeah, you just hear. Zero hecklers. Yeah, and by the way, ain't no blood. Ain't no blood for about five, maybe ten seconds. That's how clean no. the cut is. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, dude. That's surgical. Oh, yeah, dude. yeah, yeah. Wow. And I won't cut you in half. I'll cut you diagonal. I'll cut you diagonal. Okay? <laughs> so savage. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you just fall. You just fall. You fall in two. You cleave in two. <laughs> you, got you part like the Red Sea. Gonna Red Sea ya. Gonna Red Sea ya. <laughs> See you later. I call it the Moses. <laughs> they call me Moses. The Moses. Because yeah. I'm part of like, yeah. the Red Sea. <laughs> the Red Sea. El, like, el Sombre. El Sombre Moses is here. <laughs> the Shadow of Moses. The sh- <laughs> yeah. The Shadow of Moses. Moses. You tell me that's Moses. not going to command attention. Dude, are you kidding me? I part the red. Anyway, this yeah. is awesome. I love it. <laughs> that's great. 
Fuck. All right. Who was your first celebrity crush? I mean, you know, it will always be Rose McGowan. I uh, I ran answer. into her. Good yeah. answer. Twenty eight years ago, I I said hi to her at a at a. We were waiting for a smoothie, and I had just seen a movie called Doom Generation, Greg Araki, and it was her first movie, her breakout movie. And I saw her, and she was the most beautiful thing I'd ever seen. And I said, hi. And I was kind of cute back then, maybe. And I said, <laughs> um, you know, I, I, I wasn't bad. And I said to her, hi. I said, I saw you in, in Doom Generation, and you were amazing. The problem was that she was naked in Doom Generation. So she got super red. She got super embarrassed. And she was so sweet. I love Rose McGowan. I love her, and I always will. I think she's cool. I don't know if she gets me. She sends me. <laughs> she gets me. Yeah. <laughs> she's yeah. so talented. She got me too, she's buddy. Cool. Yeah. She gets me. <laughs> yeah, she's just something else, man. Yep. I know we got to get you out of here soon, but Brian, we like to play a game on every episode and include our guest as well. Our Crunchtastic R&D department came up with something fitting for you. There's a lot of fighters out there with really strange nicknames, and I want to see if you could distinguish the fighters from the adult film stars. Oh, God, good. Okay, great. <laughs> okay, good. Brian's great. I'm betting on Brian. Here we go. All right, I'll throw out a name. You just tell me fighter or porn star. Okay. The Hillbilly Heartthrob. Uh, I'm going to say fighter. <laughs> one for one. Brad, the hillbilly heartthrob, Inez, is a heavyweight fighter with a 13-7 and seven record. He's got this. Go. Brian's He's on got the board. This. Okay. How about Lexington Steel? Uh, Lexington Steel is a porn star. <laughs> He's showing his work. Well. He's you know well. ran into him into a coffee shop once. <laughs> God, that, the man, that man is working with a piece. That's a gooseneck. It's a fucking gooseneck. Real all right? over there? Yeah, God bless that man. <laughs> Trip me in the aisle with that thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. How about Danny Mountain? I'm giving, I'm going, I'm going, uh, I got to go porn star for Danny Mountain. Three for three. Somebody's been studying. So he came prepared. I actually don't watch porn. I, I really don't watch porn. Nobody believes me. I never watch porn. Yeah, I, heard, yeah, I saw I you say that. It just doesn't get me. It doesn't do anything for me. But go on. No, I'm, I, I get it. I can relate. All right. Let's do a couple more. How about Uncle Creepy? No. Uncle Creepy, I'm Uncle Creepy. I'm gonna say it's got to be a porn star, but because it's so obvious, I'm gonna say a fighter. Oh my God! Showed his work. Can't fool him. Can't fool him. Ian McCall, Uncle Creepy, flyweight fighter with a 12-4 and one record in the octagon. Does he drive a van? Why is he called Uncle Creepy? Yeah. Why is he so creepy? (laughs) That's all I know. Oh, I remember him too. I know. I know Uncle Creepy. You you do. Okay. He's he's too good at this. Yeah. Yeah. You don't know your porn, but you know your fighter, so that, that really help. helps. Yeah. Context clues. Yeah. All right. How about Jorge the Naked Man? Jorge the Naked Man? <laughs> the fucking... This guy, I'm just... I don't even know if that's a porn star. It's the lamest thing in the world, but I'm going porn star. Oh, right. We got him. No perfect game okay. here. Jorge the Naked Man Ortiz, welterweight fighter with a 21-9 and nine record. Where did he fight? He fight in the UFC? I don't know. Tell me he fights nude. Terrible. He fights in the nude. Terrible nickname. This is the guy you need for the chimp. That's like no, I'm bringing it nude. I'm gonna shove it in your face and still win. The naked man. Right. All right. One more here, just for shits and giggles. How about Buster Hyman? 
well, Buster Hyman's got to be a porn star. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. I'm going to go. Now, you say that's obvious, but Tyler claims to have met, was it a different Buster Hyman? Who no, had... no. Misty Hyman. Oh. <laughs> it's, a, it's a female. She's a swimmer. Yeah. <laughs> Misty Hyman. There's a, yeah. wow. there's a swimmer named Misty She's Hyman. A competitive swimmer. Fantastic. Yeah, she was Fantastic. on my team. Oh, were you were you a swimmer? Yeah. Yeah, golfer, that swimmer, ex- military man. That explains your shoulders. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> golfer, swimmer, military man. Yes. Yes. In what, what were you in the military? What uh, were you in the military? Air Force medic. Oh, there you go. Saving lives in the fucking air, bro. You know? That's right. Man. It, Eagle MD, <laughs> air, land, and sea. Yeah, that's right. That's right. You are you air sick? I got you. <laughs> I got something for that. Got something. I got for something that. for that. Yeah. How about this? You just peel off your shoulders. Yeah, I swam. Yeah. Gaze at my shoulders. It'll fix your air sickness. Does that make you feel any Sorry. better? Yeah. His specialty is katana wounds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you don't get wounds from katana. There are no wounds, my no. friend. No surviving the katana. Oh, no. Yeah. Ain't nobody surviving a katana. Yeah. <laughs> Still like to see that on set. Well, thank you for doing that, though, Brian. I appreciate it. You guys are good men and, and women. I appreciate you guys. Oh, Likewise. You. Don't forget to check out Brian's latest special, Man Tears, on YouTube. It is a must-watch. You can stay well-informed on everything he's up to at briancallen.com and follow him on IG at briancallen. Brian will be at Desert Ridge Improv on Friday, January 19th through Sunday the 21st. Tickets are available at desertridgeimprov.com, but going fast. Brian, it was a sincere pleasure, man. I had a great time. Come out, come hang with me after the show or come say hi if you come. I promise I'll make you laugh. No, we definitely then, are coming. Way, oh, good. So let me know. Uh, d- um, Is just there a get good, my good day to come? I don't know. Saturday is usually great. And Sunday, oh, and any day. Just just come. Let me know. I'll, I'll give you my number. And uh, Well, you have it. I just called you. So just yeah. text me. Yeah, we're Text coming. me when you come. Yeah, and, and, I'll, and I'll come backstage and we'll hang and uh, grab a beer or something. Perfect. Like that. I was going to say, if you have time to burn one or grab a drink after, yep. they're on us. Do you smoke? Oh, 100%. Do you smoke weed? Uh, I, I do, but then I become completely useless. So <laughs> my wife would love it, but she's pregnant. So it'll probably go unused. Okay. Congratulations. I can watch you. Yeah. Congrats, yeah, thank man. you. Yay. Yeah, I that's know. news. Well, we're excited to see you. I'm excited, guys. Thanks so much. I look forward to you uh, coming over, and we'll have we'll have some fun. Likewise. Thank Thanks you, again for the time, Brian. All right, man. Bye. All right. Talk soon. Bye. Be right. He was fun. Oh. So much fun. I thought he was going to get a clean sweep in the game. Yeah. I, was I was so worried <laughs> about. We had this what two seasons ago. Gina Hecht came on and just perfect gamed us. Yeah. We don't <laughs> stand for that shit one? around here. He only missed one. Man. Yeah, that's all it takes, though. Like, that was uh, that was impressive. I do have a little bit more of this game. Oh, do you? I just want to see how you do. I know you were itching to get involved. We were. Okay. Let's see how we do here. How about Sexy Yama? Fighter or porn star? <laughs> fighter. Yeah, fighter. He's just... I'll take a sip. Yeah, too easy. <laughs> yeah, we have those. <sighs> Yoshihiro Akiyama... Also known as Sexy Yama is the Asian Burt Reynolds of the Octagon. Ooh, yeah. Cool. Okay. How about Tommy Gunn? Tyler, what do you think? Well, I mean, this could go either way. Tommy Gunn? That's a trick question. Hmm? That feels a little porn star to me. It's a fighter. 
you're going fighter. You're going porn star. Blair's on the board. Whoa. Whoa. Tommy Gunn. You're confused because Tommy Gunn was the name of the character in Rocky V. Who was an actual fighter. That's his real name? That Tommy is Gunn? his real name. Hold the, on. The character is Tommy check. Gunn, but the actor is also Tommy Gunn, that, his, who's also a fighter. His, his nickname is Gunn. It's Tommy Gunn something or other, and he was a fighter. So this is a trick question. They're both right. Lawyered. Lawyered. <laughs> it was flawed from the get-go. Tommy and... Gunn boxer would be Tommy Morrison. Tommy Gunn Morrison. Thank you yes. very much. Yep. Kid's a winner. Kid's a winner. He right. won victory over George Foreman. Lawyered. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. How that about... That porn star's like, well, geez. <laughs> Cottonmouth from the South. Mm, it's a little porn star for me, but... Cottonmouth from the South is a fighter. Jules, Cottonmouth from the South, Bruches, middleweight fighter with a one and two record. He hasn't mm. done very much. Mm -hmm. Cottonmouth is a very dangerous <clears throat> snake. Mm -hmm. Maybe do more in the porn industry. <laughs> How about... I know my new porn name. Right? <laughs> Tyler, Cottonmouth Dressel. <laughs> That's not it. That's, That's not, not it. it. We got to keep it. working That's on that. It. We can do better. Work in progress. How about the French tickler? Oh. Fighter. It's got to be fighter. Fighter. Drink it up. Drink it. Blake, you think I don't know your game by now? I saw the look <laughs> in Tyler's eye. He's like, no, nah, nah. It's a sex toy. It's not a porn star. All right. There's a difference. There is. There's a difference. How about the Ryan King? The Ryan King? The Ryan King. I, I don't feel right. No, it's a fighter because you could only say it if it was a fighter like that. And no, it's already porn a name star. he's using. That's a porn star. Porn star is correct. The what? Ryan King. It's just a guy's name, Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are the one that made it weird. He's not Asian. It's Blair. Ryan with a big dick. I don't know. Blair. I didn't say a day. You were thinking you were it. Thinking. Oh, I, I can read your mind. Both. I can read your mind. Mm -hmm. Man, I know what you were thinking. You didn't see anything. Like, it's just fucking Ryan. <laughs> that was fun. If you're not following us on TikTok at Something Crunchy, what's the matter with you? Get involved and find us on Facebook as well. New Dream Car giveaway over at 8080. In addition to the 15% off you get for using code Crunchy, every dollar you spend gets you entered in for a chance to win a brand new Lamborghini or Twin Turbo R8 plus $60,000 in cash. You do not want to miss out. Nor do you want to forget to check out somethingcrunchy.com where you'll find every episode, our links for social media, and the almighty Crunch store where you'll find all kinds of Crunchy gear showing that you are a proud citizen of Crunch Nation. This has been another episode of Something Crunchy, and as always... Don't ever forget to live your crunchiest life. And be crunchy to one another. Please don't forget to subscribe, like, follow, and all that crunchy good shit. All episodes can be found at somethingcrunchy.com and on all podcast platforms. Thank you for listening. Oh, they thought my car, I have the same car, and somebody just tried to come into my car. No! <laughs> no. Right when I was talking to you, I was like, what the hell? I'm about to fight. <laughs> just came in. Get the fuck That's out of here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, the, guy, the guy got terrified. He's like, oh, shit. Brian, um, Brian Callen, holy <laughs> You're not That's my hilarious. Uber. Yeah, he was just like talking. He's like, let me open this. He's like, hey, Mr. Wally, I'm the Antichrist. You got me in a vendetta kind of mood. <laughs> You tell the angels in heaven you never saw evil so singularly personified as you did in the man that killed you. <laughs>